Hi there, I'm Bree. I'm Bree. And thank you for listening to the Creepcast. If you want to share any stories or fun facts about topics we've t- discussed on our podcast, you can email us at the.creep.cast18 at gmail.com. And if that cramps your style, we also have Twitter, which you can find us under at castcreep. Both seeds are capitalized. We also have Instagram. <laughs> find us on the gram at the Creepcast, all lowercase. We also have the Facebook, because who doesn't have Facebook? And if you, you don't, us. you're a serial killer. I mean, serial killers have those too. I'm getting off Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but our Facebook is The Creepcast with Brian Burr. And we also have a website where you can find the link to all these lovely things and our Patreon, which is thecreepcast.podbean.com. Yeah. Thanks again. We ready? Oh, do we? Do you catch my yes? <laughs> Whatever. Hi there. I'm Bree. I'm Burr. And welcome to the Creepcast. I don't even think in the last episode we introduced ourselves. <laughs> we just went hard rolling in. I love how you guys introduce yourselves, even though you guys have the introductions. We like to remind them. <laughs> it After took the me, introduction? Yeah, it took me like 50 minutes, or 50 minutes, <laughs> 50 episodes when I was listening to My Favorite Murder to figure out who was Karen and who was Georgia. I had him flip-flop for a hot minute. Hmm. And then I was like, oh, whoops. <laughs> Luckily, never met them in person, so not, didn't have to worry about doing that oops in person. <laughs> uh, be like the fucking president in Spaceballs. I'm Marlene. Hello, Charlene. <laughs> or, hello, Marlene. I'm Charlene. <laughs> fucking twins. I can't. But yes, Christmas has come and passed. Not really for us, because we're double recording. But Christmas is coming past for you when you hear from us this time. But Christmas is coming. The Christmas is coming. But as well oh, as no. our, <laughs> but as well as our two-parter, you know, celebrates Christmas. It also works into New Year's Eve. So Burr knows how to fucking pick them. <laughs> as mentioned in the last one, it was like Christmas through New Year's, and I'm like, yes, bitch, work. Work, bitch, work. You're like, this topic is great. We're going to have to do a double episode. She didn't say that. But, <laughs> but it's going to cover Christmas and New Year's. You did On it. Christmas and New Year's. To quote the meme, we did it, Joe. <laughs> but yes. So we're back to the Mari Lewid. Part two. Part two, yeah. As you may call, dead horse call. And we're here for it. Totally for it. So, we're starting this off on a little bit more of origins because this next part is so big that I was like, it's going to be too many pages and part one is going to be too long. So I was like, fuck it. Cut the parts in half. So origins continued. The Mari Lewin was part of a wider hooded animal tradition that the folklorist E.C. Kauta identified as existing in different forms in various parts of Britain. Features common to these customs were the use of a hobby horse, the performance at Christmas time, a song or spoken statement requesting payment, and the use of a team who included a man dressed in women's clothing. A related example is the hooding uh, custom of East Kent in southeastern England. In an area along the border between Derbyshire uh, and Yorkshire, uh, the old tup tradition featured groups knocking on doors around Christmas time, carrying a hobby horse that had a giant goat's head fascinating we're switching it up a little mm-hmm. bit uh hole drew parallels between hoodening and the christmas bull tradition recorded in dorset and gloucestershire uh in southwest england 
There are two extent hobby horse traditions, the Podsto or Padsto Abias uh, Festival and Minehead Hobby Horse, which take place not at Christmas time but on May Day. Want? Gonna dance around the Maypole, bitches, yeah. with my horse head. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think of May Day and stuff like that now, and I all I can think is Midsummer. All I can think about is just be like, yeah, dance around the pole, and then it's just like a stripper pole <laughs> with a skull. That would be kind of awesome. <laughs> it's my new stripper side gig. <laughs> Me wearing a horse skull. <laughs> with no hands, ma. <laughs> uh, I wear aspirations sometimes. <laughs> so... Although the origins of these traditions are not known with any certainty, uh, the lack of any late medieval references to such practices may suggest that they emerged from the documented elite fashion for hobby horses in the 16th and 17th centuries. In this, the hooded animal traditions may be comparable to England's Morris dance tradition, which became a nationwide craze. Was this the fucking 60s? <laughs> it's a new nationwide craze. <laughs> <laughs> the mashed potato. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. Um, but anyways, nationwide craze in the 16th and 17th centuries before evolving into a set of sharply delineated religion or regional traditions. Wouldn't that be wild? You're in Catholic church and you just got to do the fucking Charleston. Because <laughs> <laughs> I went for regional and I almost said religious. I'm here for it. As we made peace with the Lord. <laughs> Obviously not an, a visual podcast. I did some pretty sick dance moves there. <laughs> That's a lie. And you all know it. You gotta just, you gotta edit that little, that little it's a lie. And you know it part out. You have to. Nope. <laughs> Our fans, the few that we have aren't stupid, Austin. <laughs> We've gone over many times that I'm white and offer them. Be like, I will have followers, and then they'll see me, and they'll be like, you can't be like, what the hell is it? I don't even remember what I was going with. I'm so lost. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Come back. <laughs> you played it all on me. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> and I don't know how much more we could sing without a lawsuit. <laughs> Ah, love that shit. But yeah. So that'll end that. Mm -hmm. Pretty much rich people are bored and they're like, let's play with door skulls because we're so rich and have so much time on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. This is why the French Revolution happened. <laughs> and they own horses. It wouldn't mm -hmm. be like two to three. It'd be like, oh, my four-year-old daughter over there wants a pony. <laughs> That right? And then that in two years, she wants a black one. <laughs> Your glue, kid. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to be rich. Mm -hmm. One survive. Regional coverage. Because I forgot what I'm doing again. Yeah. And uh, mapping the dis uh, description of Mary Lou's appearance, Cow... Cowte? Thank you, Cowte. I noticed that was particularly the custom associated with uh, Glamora. Glamorgan. Oh, sorry. Glamorgan. Now you just sounded like you were saying this one from Avengers. <laughs> Glamora, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
don't judge me. <laughs> you have no right to judge Sorry. me. It's my squirrel brain. We all know it. Oh, my God. Uh, Will Morgan. Uh, with two uh, thirds of existence falling within that country. County. Thank you. County, because countries are different. <laughs> <laughs> the customs stretched. Uh, east into the industrial valleys of uh, Mon- Monmouth Shower. Thank you. Or Monmouth Shower. It's sure. Shower. <laughs> Monmouth <laughs> See, I can fuck things up too. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, boo. <laughs> My hearts. <laughs> I put the single example found in the in both uh, Brecken. Breck knock sure and uh keep uh Kirk or or God fuck Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh uh Sir, I don't know. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> like I would think Sarah Sarah Dig Digian, yeah. Alright. That's our guess. We're sticking to it. Yep. Uh there are single records of custom being performed in North Wales. An example from Wrexham uh, with uh, Calte believed that the results of the uh, Glamour Morgan, many being the customs with him as he moved north. Previously, Pete had continued that the comparative absence of records examples from mid and North Wales was not proof that the um, Mary Lude custom had never been present in those areas. Yes. Calte uh, opined, opined, thank you, that there, there was no clear reason for the disruption of the Mary Lude custom, which cut through various local uh, cultural f- features. Uh, these areas were where it was. Thank you. Uh, where it was found, it did not co- co- uh, correlate. <laughs> Yes. Thank you. Coral. Coralie. Don't correlate over there. <laughs> uh, with any distraction between English speaking and Welsh speaking areas in South Wales. His acknowledgement, however, uh, that there was a reasonable correspondence. Uh, correspondence between the areas of those which uh, the Mary Lude was recorded in the area which were used for mineral productions in the 14th century. He, through, uh, therefore, sorry, yep. uh, suggested the possibility that it may have been performed by coal and iron m- miners in western Glamora, uh, Carmarthenshire, and uh, western Monmouthshire, and that from there it would be, have spread into the villages where uh, goods were manufactured using those minerals. Yes. Mm-hmm. Manufacturing minerals. Boom, boom. Yeah, I know. Basically, people don't know shit about this thing. They're like, it could be this, but it also could be this, but it can't be that because of this. And then it's like this whole like debate. They're just like, how the hell did this come into existence? And I love a mystery. Love it. An unsolved mystery. 
so that I can be appalled at the end of the episode that this mystery is unsolved. <laughs> Those memes get me every time. Watches the show Unsolved Mystery. Me also be shocked that the mystery is unsolved. Oh. Um. Uh, or like the baby Yoda meme. <laughs> I'm like, what? But hey, who knows? Maybe we will find out someday. Someday. I'm keeping that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going into recorded appearances, starting with 18th and 19th centuries. The earliest published account of the Mari Lude appeared in 1800 in Jay Evans's. Oh, these titles are fucking great. A tour through part of North Wales in the year 1798 and at other times. That was the title. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what, what? Do tell what the other times are. I know. I just like that it's like really specific here. And then you know some other ones. Like, what? <laughs> so although the book itself focused on North Wales, the chapter in which the passage was included discussed the languages and customs of Wales more generally. In this section, Evans related that, a man on New Year's Day, dressing himself in blankets and other trappings with a, a facetious head like a horse and a party attending him. Knocking for admittance, this obtained, he runs about the room with an uncommon frightful noise, uh, which the company quit in real or pretended fight. They soon recover, and by reciting a verse of some coward, oh, I can't, I missed that one, uh, hopefully I said that right, or, in default, paying a small gratuity that they gain admission. Evans returned to this custom in his 1804 work, <laughs> letters written during a tour through South Wales in the year 1803 and at other times. <laughs> a series. <laughs> Why? I just love that this is a continued theme. Here he provided a clearer discussion than before, making it apparent that the that teams accompanying a man dressed as a horse or bull toured the local area from Christmas until after Twelfth Day, and that they were given food or money to leave the householders alone. You mean I could also get paid for this? Ooh. We've got a new venture, boys. <laughs> get your horse head ready. <laughs> we've got we've got touring to do. <laughs> I don't know. And it's like Eminem and like and like the Beastie Boys yeah. and they're all just going like from town to town yeah. just fucking rap battling people that'd be sick as hell Eminem made a movie about it Mom's Spaghetti <laughs> right I don't know why that's the one that always sticks with everybody but it brings me so much joy do you see, um, they did a parody of Stan. I haven't seen it. You have to watch it. Ad, and Eminem cameos in it a little bit, too. It's so good. It's been funny as fuck, because ever since that he did, what is it, Hemorrhage with Logic, like, he, he's been doing cameo, like, because at the end of that, he does a cameo of himself yeah. through Chris D'Elia. No, like, that's the shit I love. Like, I like people that just, like, you know, have fun poking like fun at themselves like his bit in um the interview oh yeah <laughs> well i probably like... said that because i'm a homosexual and they're like what and they're like yeah. his agent's trying to like cut the show <laughs> like, and he's just like he delivered it so seriously it was beautiful oh yeah he even started breaking down the songs and what they meant and what the literal and it was just like 
Uh, yeah, I just literally wanted to suck his dick. <laughs> They're like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding? <laughs> it's so good. Like you said, I love that shit. Anyone that can poke fun of this will like, like, that's great. I love that. Anyways, continuing on though, Miss Burr. To me. Da, 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 da. Uh, the Marylid next appeared in 1819 account from West Glamorgan, where the Marylid itself was as termed an Audrian B. E. Lalude, uh, roughly Greg Gary. Uh, who are you? Glenn Gary and Glenn Ross. Um, Gray Magpie? That is great. Okay, I just <laughs> I was like, like Greg. I just went like a hard on like a little goofy stint, and then he's still like, I'm looking at my your schedule. Anyways, Glenn Gary, Glenn Girl. Yeah, Sarah and Gray Magpie, and was accompanied with three or four partners in the profits of the expe- expedition, who are by turns horse, groom, or attendants. Wow. What? It uh, has been suggested that the Welsh Methodist um, Revival revival contributed to the decline of both the Marilud and number of the Welsh folk customs. Customs, In 1802, the Harpist, thank you, Harpist, Edward Joan of Mary... 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 Sure. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I'm not going to try to say it again. Yeah, that shit was hard. Uh, Published a book in which he laminated the uh, destructive impact that Christian preachers have, um, I'm sorry, were having on the Welsh folk customs, which they are criticizing as sinful. In his view, the acquaintance is Wales, which was uh, formerly one of the merriest and happiest counties in the world. Countries. <laughs> I'm on a roll with this. Killing it. <laughs> Countries um, in the world is now becoming one of the dullest. Reflecting such a view, in 1852, the Renaverd William Roberts, a Baptist minister at a balloon, balloon, Blano, Gwent. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Uh, Condemned. I'm going with it. (laughs) I said it. (laughs) It's a word now. I was trying really hard to find it. (laughs) It's okay. Uh, The Mary Lude and other related customs as a mixture of old pagan and popish ceremonies. Ceremonies. I wish of this folly and other. Similar follies they have find uh, they find no that they find no place anywhere apart from the museum and the historian and aqued antiquary antiquary maybe I don't know we're swinging it um Owen suggested that the customs line de- <laughs> <laughs> it's just getting worse <laughs> decline. Uh, was also a result of changing social co- uh, conditions in South Wales. He argued that the Mary Lou Wales Wassling uh, custom 
a gave an approved means of entering the houses and neighbors in the area in which there were a few public assemblies. Um, at le- I'm sorry, at least in the heart of the winter in which the conversal spirit of the of the season could be related. Further, he suggested that the gifts of the food, drink, and sometimes money, no doubt, um, helped manifest manifesting manifesting it. it yep. He argued that the uh, change, changing social conditions altered the way that people in uh, southern Wales celebrated Christ- Christmas, hence contributing to the folk condi- um, customs decline. So basically things started changing on how they celebrated, but they think this kind of celebration was brought on to, like bring people together since obviously once it's colder no one well, wants to like gather in the square and have like some kind of festival mm-hmm. so they almost like bring the party to the houses kind of deal and then as things changed over the years it got just you know forgot about but and lessness is theory so going into 20th century revival in a 1935 article on the subject of Mari Lude, pete stated that the tradition is still met with its practice, Cardiff District. Uh, oh, in the Cardiff District. Uh, Bridgend. Thanganoin. I know that's what I heard that when I'm pretty sure I fucked up. Uh, Neath. And other Glamorgan districts. He highlighted an example from Christmas Eve 1934 in which Mari Lud was observed performing alongside at least 12 singers in a chemist shop in the Mumbles Swansea at Swansea. At Linger. Subsequently, expressed the view that Dr. Pete deserves the sincerest gratitude of all folklore students for having so valiantly penetrated the mysterious surrounding Mari Lude. Which I feel like. That's the wrong reason. Dr. Pete wrote this. Well, first off, no one asked you. (laughs) Whore. (laughs) Third off, what I was going to say was. It was just funny because I wanted to be like, sounds like someone wrote a review about themselves. Oh, deserves the sincerest gratitude. What? No one says that about anybody. Because people hate each other. I fuck that person, but I nominate him. But you're nominated. But you're in. Hate you. But get over here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the historian uh, Ronald Hutton stated that the Mari Lude tradition appeared to have become defunct in the early 20th century. In the middle of the century, it was uh, revived in Thaganoid. In 1967, Lois Blake published a letter in the journal English Dance and Song, in which she noted about the Mari Lude appeared each Christmas Eve at the Barley Mow Inn at Greg Penthelin uh, near Cowbridge where a man named John Williams had kept the custom alive for the past 60 years. Blake also explained that she believed that the custom was still performed at several villages in the Mystig area of Glamorgan. Uh, During the 1970s, Hole commented that the tradition was still found in Glamorganshire and Carmanthenshire. So basically, people still doing this shit, which is awesome. Uh, During... During... Five, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, during the 1980s, yes, uh, further reviewed, v- revived forms of the Mary Lou tradition emerged in Serfilly, uh, Lantrissant, and uh, Saint, Saint Fagans. Or Fagans. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
because that that first one didn't sound so good. No. <laughs> Not looking so hot. No. <laughs> oh, that was a little rough. <laughs> Say it again. Fagans. Fagans. Saint Fagans. <laughs> All which are in the same uh, borderline between whale veils and oh my god. <laughs> Why am I like that? I don't remember what's now. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're reading it by the table because of your old lady eyes. I know, but we're going to leave off. St. Fagans. Okay. Um, and St. Fagans, all of which is in the same borderline between Vale and Mountains. Commenting in the example of Lynn. Len uh, Trustin. Trustin? Uh, yeah. Something uh, like that. Yeah. Which was uh, in... Inaugurated. Thank you. In uh, 1980. Uh, Mick Thames noted that the custom had reestablished it her- herself mm-hmm. so strongly that there are compliance that she misses any of her regular calls. So basically, if they don't do this performance, they get called like, uh, excuse me, why was it not here? Where is the horse head? (laughs) Yeah. Bring her out. I need her out. (laughs) Virgin Mary horse. (laughs) Wait, what? What? Virgin Mary horse. Virgin Mary horse. Where is she? Supposed to shelter her. Oh my god, I can't. Anyway, uh, he noted that in 1991, the Lens. Uh, like, scent. Yeah, Lane scent or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I just messed that up earlier again. Woo woo. Uh, Mary Lude was often. Uh, often. Where the hell did I see often? I don't know. Was taken? Mary Lude was taken to Lan Trunot. Trunot. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going with it. Well, she was one of the ones that I'm like, it shouldn't be that bad. And then, like, every single one, I'm like, I don't know how to say any of this. <laughs> <laughs> like, listening to the pronunciations, I was like, what noise is that? <laughs> I can't do that. Like, I just, I can't put a visual to the pronunciation. Not that, like, they're speaking some gibberish. But it's just that, like, how it's pronounced, I'm like, I can't figure out, like, what words or what letters make those sounds together. Mm-hmm. And it's so opposite from what how it's written with. So I'm like... Huh? What? <laughs> what? No Angry good. Grunt. Can't hear you. Uh, a pan Celtic festival on the Is Isley Isle. I, that's Isle. Yeah, Island Isle, like the Emerald Isle, not like Isle in the store. Isle, like a land thing. Okay, that's what I was just like. I said, that's an A. Yeah, so like it'd be like this, the small little places. By over by Galveston. Oh, like the many little islands, but yeah. within the islands. Okay. Well, I'll put stupid. that island in another island. And <laughs> <laughs> then I'll nuke it. Earth killer. <laughs> Save the postage. I'll use this. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Isle of Man. And that it is, it had also been taken to the Loudon, Loudon 
Lowender. Thank you. Lowender Purse. Per, Perrin. Perrin? Yeah. Perrin Festival at uh, per, Perrin Poth. Perrin Poth in Cornwall. Hudson believed that the custom reemerged in the borderline between Vale and the mountain in and the mountains, in part because people in Glamorgan. Glamorgan sought to reaffirm their their sense of culture identity during the termination of their traditional industri- industry. Industries. Thank you. And uh, partly because the Welsh Folk Museum was located in the area. More widely, he believed that the reveal of the Marylude was in the large part due in the forces of local patriotism. patriotism. Um, nothing that a similar solution had resulted in the re- re- resurrection, resurrection thank you, oh, of a hounding tradition in East Kent. You could do it! One more bolt. One more bolt. <laughs> <laughs> The town council in uh, Aberthwaite. Oh my God, Aberthwaite! <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're okay. <laughs> Organized the world's largest marylude for the um, millennium celebrations in 2000. A texture of the marylude in Wasselin. Wassel. Thank you, Wassel. Uh, customs offered in the border town of Chepstow. Chepst. Chep's toe? Yeah. Okay. Um, South Wales every January. A band of English waltz... Wasslers. Thank you, Wasslers. I keep wanting to say sailors. <laughs> I know. <laughs> sailing, sailing. <laughs> sailors on the moon. <laughs> I love that so much. I <laughs> Anyway... Um, meet with the local Welsh border Morris side, the Whittler on the bridge in uh, Chep... Chepstow. Chepstow. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> I did it, guys. That was a big struggle bus. Basically, they had a big-ass party in 2000. was like, we're going to make a really big horse head. And I was here for it. I wish I could go. I know. That's like some shit I would want. Like, tell me where your cool festivals are at. I want to be there. Right. Is there a horse head? I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Let's do this thing. So, in culture, the Marilude has prompted responses from the arts in Wales. The poet Vernon Watkins published his Ballad of the Marilude in 1941. The Archbishop of Canterbury, Rowan Williams, has written that this one of the outstanding poems of the century draws together the folk ritual of the new year. The Christian Eucharist, uh, the uneasy frontier between living and dead, so as to present a model of what poetry itself is. Frontier work between death and life, old old year and new bread and body. New bread and body, who dis? Hey, girl. I don't know. But, again... Another glowing review sounds suspicious. Suspicious. I don't know. Uh, the Mari Lude was utilized by the artist Clive Hicks Jenkins in a series of drawings from around 2000 that focused on a metamorphizing horseman as a nightmarish hairbringer of his father's death. 
what? <laughs> like, is it the horseman's dad or his own father? I'm just curious. Right? I'm like, what? Because <laughs> it could be exceptionally weird, and I'm here for it. Uh, so this one I couldn't find pronunciation for, so bear with me. Uh, Katriona Urquhart wrote a sequence of poems titled The Mare's Tale, which were published alongside Hicks Jenkins' images in 2001. In her 1977 novel, Silver on Tree, the author Susan Cooper included an appearance from the Maori Lude. That's the pop culture. I want a Christmas time movie about the Maori Lude. Yeah, toes. Or at least somewhere that like, they and represent like, But it. you have to do it like old, like, claymation puppet Rudolph like, style. Yes! Yes! Let's do it. Mari, Loon, old time Christmassy style, let's do it. We'll have we'll fresher have have remakes, me. but that's we gotta make it seem like it's been around forever. We'll need Yule Cat, too. Yes. Here comes the Yule Cat where your clothes will eat you. <laughs> 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 It's too too good to late reactions. <laughs> well, I'm behind right now. I know, and sometimes you catch it. <laughs> <laughs> Pen pending. <laughs> that sucks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Happy Yule, y'all. Yeah. But overall. Um... Yeah, so, Mari Lude. I like that it gets brought back and it seems less blackface was happening, I'd hope. I hope so. But, yeah, no, like I said, I'm. it sounds like a lot of fun. Again, a lot of mystery and confusion as to how it came to be. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun theories, lots of different variations. Love that people are just, like, mad when the horse head doesn't visit them. They're just like, hmm. No. That was last night? Mari Lude was last night? Well, I didn't get any Mari Lude in my house. Motherfuckers. (laughs) Excuse me. Bill? (laughs) Young man. (laughs) I'm older than you. (laughs) Where was she? Where's the horse head? (laughs) Bring it to me. (laughs) How could you not include me? You know this is the highlight of my year. How would they make it up to that person? I don't know. Well, because the thing is, too, I feel like as, like, towns get, like, bigger, I feel like it could be, like, a multi-night event. Because, too, it sounds like it could be, like, a week-long thing because if it's going from Christmas Eve to New Year's, you know, it could be a whole, like, festival. So maybe they're just upset that they weren't one of the first ones. Oh, yeah, maybe. Could be, like, a status thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Where is she? This is all speculation. Smack. Where is she? (laughs) Because of like an interrogation room with the one light bulb. Where is she? <laughs> she better be here tomorrow. Fucking new Batman suit. <laughs> and you go through the trouble of painting that person to look like the Joker. They don't look like him. You just made them look that way. <laughs> it's like the uh, the college humor Batman yes. when That's he's it. having to he's interrogating clowns because he keeps walking into the wrong room instead of the yeah. Joker. Yeah. It all looks the same. Rainbow afro, green stringy hair. It's the same thing. 
But he keeps going after the wrong guy. Oh, I fucking can't. I love that shit. But yeah, so interesting. Good pick, Burr. Like I said, fucking killing it. You're like, I found this topic long as hell. I'm like, hell yeah. And then I'm like, oh shit, this is going to go over Christmas Eve and fucking New Year's. Killing it. <laughs> Two birds, one stone. Yes, bitch, work. Ah, I'm good and helpful sometimes. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so now we can finally ask questions, comments, concerns. I'm waiting. <laughs> call in. <laughs> yes, it's pre-recorded, but still, call in. <laughs> Please. I'm bored. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, well, that's it. You'll, I'm pretty sure after this, yeah, you'll hear from us next year, maybe? Yeah. 2021. <laughs> we can finally put this shit behind us. Whoosh. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm so ready. You're All battered ready. and bruised, Rambo-esque style, waiting for the new year. <laughs> <laughs> Except I'm I'm Gizmo and Gremlins too, dressed as Rambo. That's that's me. I'm not. We're gonna have to do everything then. We're gonna have to wear red. <laughs> We're gonna have to have like the silver coins in our pockets. I'm not eating sauerkraut. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, we're literally going to look up every New Year tradition <laughs> from every single culture and just mash it into one giant thing because we're we, not taking any chances let's this do year. This, guys. We got to do this together. Swallow your pride. We're all in this together. <laughs> hey, what are you night out of here, please? Help. <laughs> but yes, so rate, subscribe, follow, donate. donate. And have a spooky night, and you'll hear from us next year. Bye-bye now. Bye.